0: JD talking sports. (laughs) It is Monday, April third, two thousand seventeen. Shop the G on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can subscribe on iTunes. All right, now I'm just laughing because I got to be up in like freaking four and a half hours. Doesn't matter. I was staying up for this game. It was ugly. It was tough to watch at times. Most of the times, it was tough to watch. And then those last minute of the game where turnover after turnover. I mean, I feel like I got to watch it again just because I was so baffled of how it happened. Turnover after. I mean, Kennedy makes Nigel. I always say his name wrong. Nigel Williams Goss, who was crying at the end of the game. He gets blocked. They get a dunk by Jackson. And then they get another turn, and before you know it, it's a fight. And then they can't hit free throws. And but I'll tell you, first game they won this year when they have been out rebounded. Sixth title overall for UNC, third for Roy, third for Roy Williams. I mean, pretty wow, right? Third type, that's one more than Dean Smith. And he says he doesn't compare himself to Dean Smith. But you know what? Man, you got three titles. I don't care. Ugly whatever. Joel Berry second gets MVP. I mean, let me tell you something. I was just looking at the stats for the game. Listen to this. The two teams... Gonzaga 20 of 59, UNC 26 of 73, UNC four for 27 on three. That's not a typo. Four for twenty-seven on three pointers. Four for twenty-seven. Unbelievable. Gonzaga eight of nineteen. At one point, Gonzaga was three for sixteen in the second half. It, it was just and then free throws. Free throws, UNC 15 to 26. They, I mean, Joe Barry second couldn't hit anything. And Gonzaga was 17 to 26. I mean, some ugly stats here on the Shooting-wise, ugly stats, man. Ugly, ugly stat. I mean, I'm looking at the box score. Karnowski was 1 for 8 from the floor. Even uh, Nigel Williams-Goss, 5 for 17, 1 for 3. Perkins, who had 13 in the first half, scoreless in the second half. Collins fouled out 9.7 rebounds. A lot of guys in foul trouble. Isaiah Hicks, gay. You know what? Five for nine. He, he actually didn't have a bad, but balls weren't going. Weren't going in the first time. Jackson, six for 19. 0 for 9 from 3. 16 points. Joe Barry, seven for 19. Four for 13 from 3. I just like Kennedy Meeks, man. Seven points, 10 rebounds. Two steals. Two blocks. And that. I, I got a picture of that block against Nigel. You know, I'm over. Nigel Williams-Goss. I mean, what a play. Wow. Uh, Bradley five point seven rebounds. Luke Mayden scored all. Nate Britt two points, but he didn't play bad. You know what? It was just sloppy. I, I was. I tell you, I didn't think they were going to win it. I really didn't. I mean, t- there were twenty one fouls in the first twelve minutes of the second half. It was just tough to watch. it was un- unbelievable, unbelievable. I'm just like stunned. I didn't think it was going to happen, and this was the hundredth. NCAA tournament game for Roy Williams. He's now 76-24 and in the tournament. Nine Final Fours, three championships. Can't take it away from him. They were down by three at the half, UNC. Zach Collins had, I think, uh, four points, four rebounds in the first half. My buddy Frank is texting me. Yeah, wow. And I'm just like... (laughs) And I was going – at the end, I just – I couldn't get – you know, I just – I was like, okay, okay, okay. UNC was 2 for 13 in the first half, 2 for 14 in the second. I mean, just didn't – Jackson was over 6 on threes. Jackson was shooting off all night. But I'll tell you, he never gave up, and he had a big three-point play. You know what? That's the thing. You know what? They never gave up. They were out-rebounded the first half, 25-23, for the game, 49-46 by Gonzaga. First game they've been out and they still won the goddamn title. That's hey, you know what? I kept, I said, you know, Carolina's going to have that game where they come in and they freaking do it. They do it. They have that, they, they play 40 minutes. And, you know, e. Roy Williams said neither team played well. No, they didn't. Neither team. No, no, not even close. Not even close. But you know what? They got the title. UNC was a one and a half point favorite. The over under was 154 and a half and they went 136. They were, they were, they were under. Yeah, way under. Way, way under. All right. Now, I, you know, I'll get, I'll get back to this. I, I, I got it. I have to go to bed, and I need to get everything I want to get. Wow. And Gonzaga came in 13 games to win by 30 more points, 23 by 20 more points. Average margin of victory before Saturday was 22.3, best in D1. They played a 16-8, and this was their first, you know, one. They were number one in the country. Uh, for, for from KenPalm.com, number one in defense, number 12 on offense. Just crazy. You know what? I didn't lose. You know, I just thought they kind of like fell apart at the end, but you know what? It could have went either way. And UNC, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... And I read some interesting stuff today, excluding the historically... Black colleges and university. There are 321 D1 schools. Only 35, 10.9 percent have African American women coaches. Dawn Staley just won. She's the first, second African American coach to win a title. Carolyn Peck won at Purdue in '99. And 45 percent of the players are black per the per uh, University of Central Florida, Florida, the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports. There are 19 African American men coaches. She's also going to be the first black. African-American coach, woman, to be a head coach of the U.S. women's team at the 2020 Games, Dawn Staley. Got much respect. And she said something beautiful. I thought she said, the game of basketball has been incredibly giving to me. I feel like I owe it. I've got to repay the debt for what it has given me. And I, she joined Pat Summit, Kim Mulkey, and Marion Stanley of Old Dominion, former stars who went into coaching and won a championship. Mulkey won at Baylor. And UNC had a team record for rebound margin, 12.7 per game, topped all teams in offensive rebounds for a third consecutive year. Wait, wait. Yes, offensive. I'm sorry, offensive. And they actually tied Oregon last game, 43-43, only the fifth time all season that they didn't out rebound the opponent. And then in the championship game, they get out rebounded and they still won the goddamn title. Amazing. And Gonzaga led the nation in defensive rebounds per game. Karnowski, you got 7-1 Karnowski, 7-foot Zach Collins. And, and this, this is awesome. Patrick Ewing was named coach of Georgetown on Monday. You know what? I was listening today, uh, Tom Crean, former coach of Indiana, and he said he'll get a good good guys around him and he'll get the job. And think about this. Mullen, Chris Mullen at St. John's is going to coach against... Patrick Ewing at Georgetown. It's a long time coming. It's it is more than deserving. I'm very happy for him. And I was talking to my, I was talking to Carol today, and we were both talking about Morgan William didn't play in the fourth quarter. And they asked Vic Schaefer. They asked if uh, Vic Schaefer, Schaefer, the head coach of Mississippi State, explained why she was all out in the fourth quarter. She said he doesn't have to. He's the coach. That was from um, Mikkel Vopel, and I don't know, man. Carol's saying, hey, you know, is she a senior? I said she's got a year left. She goes, You think she'll stay? I go, I you know what? She looked pissed as hell on the side. I think she did what the players have to do. You know, you you take the higher ground in that front, but still, man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. I'm just I'm just in shock. I I didn't think they were gonna pull it out. I really thought I didn't think it was gonna happen. I did not think it was gonna happen. And, you know, hey, listen. The Nets signed guard, Archie Archie Goodwin, two-year deal, covers the rest of this year and includes guaranteed dates for next year. Over six a game, two assists, 57% from the field. Kenny Atkinson says, we need his speed and athleticism. 29th pick in 2013 out of Kentucky. I like that. I like it. I like that. I like that. I think that's a good move. I think I'm okay with that. You know what? Let's get younger, get faster. They play Philadelphia tomorrow night. D. Rose has had, I, I did I forgot, four knee operations, two on each knee, all within the last five years. He was 82 at 89 point guards, a defensive real plus minus this year. This real plus minus when he was on the floor. Became an issue on a team that found it hard to keep opponents from scoring. When he when you're 82 at 89 point guards in the NBA and you're making over $20 million a year, that's bullshit. That's a terrible, terrible stat on his front. And he played 64 games this year. Well, last year he played 66 with the Bulls. And Melo is going to play tomorrow against the Bulls. Yay! And he, he said the chips will be on the table at his exit meeting this year with Phil. Looking forward to what he said. Yeah, okay, whatever. I, you know what? I was, I was at the gym today, and a guy said to me, when, when do player, all of a sudden players become part of the process of players they pick up and whatnot? And I said, yeah, you know what? You got a point there. I, I don't know why Carmelo feels like he has to be in the middle, or he should have a say in it. He's supposed to be leading this group, and he never does. He's, he's the leader. He's not leading anybody. Not even close, not even close. And LeBron last night had a triple double. He played fifty-one minutes. This guy should not be playing fifty-one minutes. Basically, with all the postseason games, they played. They played. They played an extra year of basketball at least. Yeah, when you think about it, twenty games last six years. He's played almost. You know, he's played almost a year and a half. If you take into all the postseason games, you have to win four, four. You have to win sixteen just to make it six years. That's that's a lot of basketball, man. Like a year and a half of basketball extra. Maybe, maybe they're because he got into it with Tristan Thompson. He wasn't happy with his D on Paul George. What 43, nine rebounds, nine assists. Cavs win 135, 130 in overtime, double overtime. And in March, when they went 7-10, and 10, the Cavs, they allowed 113.2 points per 100, process, 100 possessions. And only the Lakers, since the All-Star game, have been worse in defensive efficiency. That means you're playing like shit. They're 10-11 and 11 since the All-Star break. He got into it with Tristan Thompson. He said he should have done a better job of not showing up his team. Well, he did. And, dude, you guys shouldn't be doing this shit. And I'm like, come on. And then last night, Golden State beats the Wizard 139-115. That's 24 points, right? That, that's not a big game. Steph had 42. He did a, he did this dipsy do on uh, the center where he, he was going <laughs> 9 of 14 on threes. I mean, it just was like... And then Brandon Jennings and the Wiz were upset that they, that it got, that Golden State piled it on late, said it was very disrespectful. He lost by twenty four points. You know what? You know what? If you if you lost by forty or fifty, look at last year Mississippi State lost by sixty to Connecticut. That's running that, that that's a big that's a that's a blowout. When you lose by twenty four points, come on, forty baby, get some balls. That's what I say on that front. Get some freaking balls. Disgusting. And KD might return from his lefty for the home game Saturday versus the Pelicans. Yeah. Pretty cool, right? And oh, I'm going to get to that a little later. Oh, and the Mets opening day today. Mets opening day. Thor, his four-seam fastball, 97.9 last year, more than more a than mile and a half better than the next best starter, over 184 innings pitched, fastest since 2007. He said, I just got to continue to push myself every day because if not, I get bored. Well, listen, he got a blister on his on his right thumb today. They took him out after six. He escaped the jam in the sixth, First and third on with one out. Went six innings, no runs, seven Ks, no decision. Cabrera went three for five with an RBI. Lucas Duda had three RBIs. They went six nothing today. Hansel Robles got the win in one inning of relief. Uh, Robert Gesselman ends up going one inning, gives up two hits. He's going to pitch on Saturday. And Thor was pushed back till Sunday. Bruce had an RBI. Granison had an RBI. Cabrera, three for five. with an, You know, hey, six. eight. Hey. And the last spot on the roster was given to Rafael Montero. He had a 177 170 ERA with 23 Ks, eight base on balls, and 20.1 innings pitch in spring training. You know what? You look, Sinigard was good today. And Seth Lugo expected to miss significant time after MRI on right elbow. No results before Wednesday. No structural damage. They were set. He was, the Mets were 7-1 when he pitched last year. Not good. Hope, I want him coming back. I like him. He plays hard. Yankees yesterday lost their sixth consecutive opener. Frank was asking me yesterday, how many they played, years in order they played away. Well, they've lost their sixth consecutive opener. They went 24-9 in spring training. That best record in team history. How about that this year? That's a long history. And Tanaka failed to go five innings since opening day 2015. And also first loss in nine career starts for us the Rays yesterday. And the Yankees dropped outside the top two payrolls for first time since 1993 behind the Dodgers and Tigers. How about that? And tomorrow, CC is going to have to work with a new catcher, Gary Sanchez. Last year, one game with Sanchez, he, he did not two home runs. I think he gave up three runs. Also, Brian McCann was his primary catcher last year, who's now with the with the Astros. Tomorrow will be the first red test during spring training with Sanchez behind the plate, eleven point one inning pitch, five runs, and Austin Romine, one start, two-thirds of an inning, six runs. Yankees, come on, let's get back on track. Now in nineteen eighty eight, Major League pitchers use major league teams use an average of two point seven five pitchers per game, according to baseball dash reference dot com. 2015 4.1 and uh, also from the uh, University of Central Florida the Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports 30% of major league baseball players are Latinos Mar- majority of the of the English language media doesn't speak Spanish but James Wagner who is a new is going to be a Mets beat reporter for the New York Times speaks Spanish and he says he gets um preferential I don't know treatment but he does get some inside, inside scoop from the players because the MLB and the Players Union added Spanish-language interpreters to every clubhouse, but there's a lot lost in translation. And this was, this, this, this was my stat of the day. Clayton Kershaw is making $33 million this year. They're playing the, they played the Padres today. The Padres roster, the 25-man roster, is making a total of $28 million. Kershaw's is making more than the goddamn Padres. They won 14-3 over San Diego today. He went seven innings for the win, two hits, two runs, one earned and eight Ks, no base on balls, which he did. like he, Last year, his Ks to, to base on balls was out of control. It was like one of the best in the history of baseball. And this is also great. Carl Crawford it, at a Major League Baseball since June 2016. This year, he's going to make $21.8 million. Von Miller and Khalil Mack, thank you, Peter King, $19.97 million. Total, those two guys combined in 2017. Carl Crawford's not even playing. He's making more than two football players. And uh, Rugged Odor, two home runs off Corey Kluber today. The Venezuelan Cowboys I like to call him, but they lost eight five at home to the Indians. The Rangers did. How about that? And defensive end, and former third round pick Owa Odugizuwa is stepping away from from the NFL. He, they, he, they're saying it's a soft retirement. Acknowledged he'd have to step it up to stick with with. Uh, the Giants two years left on his contract last two years three tackles one assist last year one tackle in 2016 now if AP met with the with the Patriots today that means it might be led in the LeGarrette Blount go and Tom Rock of Newsday says and I don't know what my buddy Harris thinks about this but what do you think about LeGarrette Blunt playing for the Giants big boy and I thought this is amazing NFL teams are worried about Colin Kaepernick's vegan diet I mean are you kidding me Really, that's what you're concerned about? You're joking, right? Come on, vegan diet? You're kidding. And Rex Ryan joins ESPN as analyst for Sunday NFL Countdown. He should add some uh, color to that broadcast. What do you think? And Jerry Jones gives rest of NFL permission to wor- to work out Tony Romo, but they must notify Dallas front office first. All right, let the bidding war begin. And I, this I love about the Cowboys. Rico Gathers says he is the future tight end to 15-year vet ent- entering this season, Jason Whitten. <laughs> and I love when they talk about them, yourself in the third person. This is the year that I show Rico Gathers is the heir apparent to Jason Whitten. He goes, this is what I just believe. Hey. Okay, so I said, let me go to the stats. Jason Whitten, 1,089 catches. That's right, 1,089 catches, 11,888 yards, 10.9 to catch, 68 touchdowns. Rico Gathers... Played college basketball at Baylor and then was drafted. Zero catches, zero yards, zero touchdowns. All right. I'll say. You, you, know what? I hope you come and you, but that is some fucking balls. That is balls the size of, I don't know. That's some balls. Now, Rory McElroy signs a 10-year extension. No, no, uh, m- m- terms are not released with Nike apparel. because They don't do golf clubs anymore. More money probably than I made in the last, I don't know forty-seven years of my life, which is all I've been on this planet. And then I'll tell you, Daniel Daniel Garcia Navarrete, twenty-three-year-old bullfighter. You've got to see this video. Was thrown around like a rag doll in his first bull in his bullfighting debut. I watched it today. It was oh my god. He got gored, gored through his throat, face, and tongue. They said he was in serious condition. I just was like, wow, dude, that is. That's some scary shit, right? That's some scary. Shit. It was, and and literally, he was moving around like he was like, it, it, it was ugly. And Lexi Thompson loses LPGA major after four stroke penalty. That a TV viewer contacted officials, and Tiger said that viewers at home should not be officials wearing stripes. I, I, imagine any other sport doing that, like a basketball game. You know what? Uh, he tipped that up. I'm going to call up in, a, or I'm going to send an email in, and I'm going to. This was she was in an LPGA major. She ends up losing. In a playoff, she comes back and she, she doesn't let it rattle her, but she was on a way to the victory. Marina Alex, who I've talked about in the past, she actually finished the money. I was happy for her. I, I look every time, every week I look for her. I'm gonna, I want to get her on the show. I want to talk to her. Um, that is a goal in the future. I'm going to make that happen. I just can't believe someone calls up uh the rules and they you know you know the only reason it was because she was in the league group and she was on TV that's the only reason why they saw that if it you know if she had been on another part of the green where they weren't showing it as much on television no one would have called it in but I'm like it was such a bam bam as she had to put the 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 coin down before she moved the ball I listen I don't understand all golf rules but I I I I am perplexed stunned that someone can call in and say, hey, this rule is and they and the LPGA says, okay, some somebody, some Joe Schmo is calling in. Even if they're right, I'm like, listen, you miss it, it's over with. I, I don't think they, they don't do it in any of the sports. Wow. NHL will not participate in the 2018 Winter Olympics. They refuse to halt the season for several weeks. You know what? It's good for hockey. It's it's I just don't get it. Uh, Gary Bettman, to me, is the biggest dipshit of an owner. He destroys hockey, in my opinion, every goddamn year. I I just don't. I'm amazed he's the commissioner. I think he's just, the things he does, I mean, I'm amazed he's still with the team. You know, another guy. I mean, I feel like, listen, Adam Silver is working with the players. Gary Bettman is just a douchebag. And hockey, this should be, hey, you know what, you stop it for a little bit, and you go to the Olympics. It's a great, it's it's publicity, it's PR. The players play for their home countries. You know, they love it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm just like, what? And congratulations to Austin Matthews. 39th goal passes Neil Broderon for most goals by an American-born rookie in league history. He yeah, he showed up. He came. He saw. He kicked ass. In women's soccer, compensation for the U.S. women's national team held over the weekend. The NWSL season starts April 15th. Last time the team will be together in the same city until a trip to Norway in June. I think this is good because the hockey team got... The, the compensation package they wanted. The soccer team is even better. I mean, legitimate winner. The men's t- men's soccer team makes so much goddamn more than the women. And they don't even, they don't, win- they don't win anything. Not even close. Where the women have won World Cup. They've won Olympics. They've won, I mean, they've won, uh, you know. I- I'm just speechless. I'm sorry. And I know they said that there's different revenue, but winning should be winning. It's disgusting. 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 All right. I'm just looking at the clock, and when it's this late, somebody should be sleeping, and it should be yours truly, now, all right. Still, right, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm giddy, I'm like, I'm just giddy, okay, now, the other day I did a trivia question, Willis Yard's game rushing in one half an NFL game. And I was a little lax because, you know, sometimes I'm up late. J.D. Talking Sports, dropped the G on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, subscribe on iTunes, which some of you have been. Adrian Peterson had 253 of his record 296 yards in the second half. That is when you do stuff. So. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Now, last night trivia question. Who played the most NBA se- seasons ever in the history of the NBA? Robert Parrish, 21 years. Tonight's trivia question. Who played the most consecutive games in NBA history? I'm going to have the answer tomorrow, but he did a great uh, thirty short 30-30 on him. I'm, I'm give, kind of giving the answer away. But if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Know. Now, congrats UNC. Congrats Roy Williams. Three national championships. Passes Dean Smith. Listen, you shoot four for 27 in the second half. Four for 27 on threes. You shoot under, you shoot 36% from the field. And you, you, the last minute you come through big, and you get the win. And I'll tell you that block, Kennedy Meeks is never going to pay for a drink ever again in Chapel Hill. Hey, you know what? I am so glad I stayed up. I'm proud to be a UNC alum. Go Heels! I will go to sleep happy tonight. Yeah, I'm just I'm kind of speechless. I really am. I didn't, you know. So have a good night, everybody. Great night, everybody. And uh, I will talk to you later. Peace out. Rússurus.